Section 13 of Loop Guru. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Loop Guru by Eden Philpotts. The Ruby Hummingbird. Chapter 4. Of Monsieur Carter, it need only be said that his lucky star shone brightly that night in the evening after some music with miss macdonald and a tableau vivant or two in which he had figured successfully as something mythological and divine ashir found himself in the garden where great red lanterns splashed the foliage with light and the murmuring fountain seemed to throw a shower of precious stones up into the darkness little tree frogs filled the air above with crisp nocturnal chirpings dancing fireflies spangled the night while by our accomplished garter walked miss macdonald ashil found a pleasant resting place under the stephanotis threw away his cigar after it was finished and flung himself down in an artistic attitude beside him sat dulcie with the red light on her silver dress and a warm little heart thumping briskly beneath it then her favoured one began his version of the old story love is blind and has no difficulty in imparting his blindness to the victim m gada's protestations of eternal affection might not have convinced everybody there were two words for himself and one for dulcie from start to finish he magnified his great significance in granada dwelt with unpleasing self-complacency on his past achievements and future ambitions mentioned sundry efforts in the direction of local charities predicted splendid possibilities for himself in times to come but admitted that with dulcie to share in them his spending triumphs would be sweeter than ever it was a long winding well-worded effort with a quotation or two from a french poet thrown in with a happy original phrase here and there and a general air of careful preparation not to say rehearsal when he had made an end of it the young man put his arm round dulcie's waist and his big moustache close to her little mouth and poured great flow of burning glances from his black eyes into her brimming blue ones then the tree frogs sang bravely and the fireflies twinkled a merry measure and the red lamps waved where a soft breeze sighed through the night and dulcie was in heaven some hours later when all the lamps were out and the visitors had departed when the fountain had vanished in silence and the great day was at an end dulcie cried happy tears upon her mother's bosom and gave it as her most fixed opinion that never since the old world began to spin through space had such a glorious god of a man as her ashil appeared thereon and her mother wept also saying she trusted that it might be so meantime the glorious god drank whisky with his prospective father-in-law and dr macdonald was well pleased with the business holding his daughter's happiness a matter next to his heart ashil went home duly elated 
looked at himself in a glass before retiring found the sight as convincing as usual and then withdrew beneath his mosquito curtains to sleep as became a conqueror dulcie too slept but as it sometimes happens her dreams were occupied with trivial matters instead of the great concerns of the immediate past she only saw a big brown man and heard once more the words he had spoken jim winter did not sleep he walked under his coconut palms up and down up and down until grey dawn evoke in the east then the morning found a dusty weary eyed haggard youth with his head bent down with a dead flower in his buttonhole and a ridiculous brilliant necktie that had escaped from bondage and worked up under his ear end of section thirteen recording by harshata